is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey, y'all. Welcome. Good morning to another episode of Community Corner hosted by me, Jacqueline Tacarante from JMT Media. And I am here in a new space uh, being socially responsible and distancing appropriately. I think we're a good eight feet apart. Um, it may not seem like that on camera, but I am at the fabulous Rabs Country Bowling Lanes, plural, here with Frank Wilkinson, y'all. Hi, Jacqueline. Thank Welcome you. to the inner sanctum of Rab's Country Lakes, <laughs> and you're on the set of Live from Rab's. I, you know, I've been on many, many sets, many, many <laughs> sets. Um, clearly, y'all were having a good time even before we ro rolled in here. Um, so first off, how are you and your family doing, Frank? Pun intended. Like yeah, that. pun intended. Like yeah. Like uh, we're good. Uh, we're very, very fortunate that uh, we're healthy. Uh, we are quarantining within, within ourselves. Uh, my brother is a, is a first responder. He's a fireman in Brighton Beach uh, in Brooklyn. And he's, uh, you know, at first I was like, oh, dude, stay away. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near you. And uh, it's been it's been good. It, it, we're, everybody's healthy. Uh, the fire department was pretty responsible taking and separating everybody into groups. And yeah, yeah. Uh, now they're back to their regular tours. So now I said to him again, I said, Oh, but you know, he's like, I take a shower before I leave. I go in my wow. house. Like he's uh, on top of it. And so, I mean, we're doing the best that we can, but fortunately yeah. knock on wood, we're all healthy. Just uh, wish we were uh, not dark. Enough. I know. I know. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's get to it y'all. So when we started talking about um, community, I don't know if I told you why we even started this. So two years ago, JMT media hosted the beats where we interviewed businesses, entertainment artists, and theater groups. Um, we had about 150,000 views within a three-month time frame, which was great, but it was a lot of work producing, editing, blah, blah, blah. So I decided to have a second baby. So I was like, I'm going to put that on pause. So one day, right before, this was like the week before the mayor's office made the announcement to close things up. I'm watching Netflix, of course. Everybody watched every show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I watched Pandemic. And the doctor, Dr. Jacob Glanville, was on there. And I was like, oh, I love his no-nonsense approach. He's trying to find a vaccine. Let me reach out to him. So I did the whole, hi, my name is Jacqueline. I'm from Staten Island. Um, I know you're like a superstar, but would you be interested in doing a live interview? And he was like, sure. So we hosted our first ever Community Corner March 14th with Mike from Techie Geek also um, and a former financial analyst, uh, Ryan Ledgate. And that's what spawned this whole community corner. But you guys have been doing this every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. It's a lot of work. I mean, we only do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Talk to us about your show because I love tuning in. Every day at 2 o'clock, y'all, don't change it. It's all about frequency and consistency. Every day at 2, I already know. <laughs> it's on your calendar. It's, it's on my calendar. On a, a couple of rare occasions have so far, I believe three different occasions. We've changed the time and uh, mostly to accommodate our guests. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Nazareth, my co-host and I love general her. manager here at, at Rabs, I was, we've worked, we, we work together on a daily basis and, uh, we always laugh about the inner sanctum of the office and, you know, if people come in and come and go. And, uh, one of the things 
that I have, I have a whiteboard in the office and this was some, something to this line was in the works, yeah. uh, building our YouTube presence, uh, doing interviews and having conversations with our customers and our community, with the community within this amazing community, this the bowling community. And I, the story is for days. And if you watch our show, you can, you, you see that. So uh, right, right as the, the pandemic hits, March, uh, we closed Monday night, March 16th at six o'clock. And then the next day, Nazareth says to me, she goes, you know, we don't got, got much going on here. Why don't, you know, why don't we consider doing a live stream show? And I just looked at her and I said, you know, another one of her ideas that gets us in trouble. <laughs> and if you watch, it was yesterday or the day before I, we were talking about Sandy and, and how Nazareth's ideas gets us all in trouble. And they're all great things. And, and it, it's wonderful because we think the same. And uh, a lot of times it's, I make fun. It's not just a one-way street. I do the same yeah. thing to her. Hey, I have an idea. Let's make it happen. Uh, and then we just, it blew up from there. So we we gave ourselves a few days to figure this out, what yeah. we were going to do. Uh, we invited, before we even knew what we were doing, I called a friend, hey, Bill O'Neill, professional bowler, yeah. come on our show Saturday. I remember I was on your show like the first <laughs> week were? too. That was fun. And we, we wanted you to talk about what you were doing, which, which is this. And, uh, you know, it's been great. It's been greatly received. Yeah. Every day, two o'clock, you expect us. We we've taken two days off so far. Uh, we're <laughs> taking another one off on Monday. We've been taking the holidays. Wait, so what? Like, you, an entrepreneur, taking a day off taking, of work? I, well, you know, it's funny you say Because you always work. And I say that jokingly <laughs> because he always works. I always work every day, Saturday, Sunday. It's just part of, you know, your nature and entrepreneurship. But I've never met another entrepreneur that works all day, every day, as much as you. So clearly your family instilled hard work, ethics in you. Um, plus you're an amazing community advocate. Can we talk about that for a second? Um, <laughs> well, we don't have nine to five jobs. I, that's the don't. thing here. And I think that's the misunderstanding. We run an entertainment center. During the week, we're open 9 a.m. People coming through the doors at 8, 8.30. We don't close till 1 a.m. On the weekends, we're open till 3. I mean, this is a revolving door. And so, yeah, you want to keep your eye on the you got to keep your eye on the prize yeah. and keep an eye on your business. And we're very lucky to have a great staff that makes that happen. Yeah. But it's a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week business. So taking a day off oof, is yeah. not always easy. And don't get me wrong. We do. And you have you owe it to you yourself. You have to, to have a health and wellness balance. And listen, yeah. we're all busy, right? Everybody's busy in their own way. Yeah. You're very busy. I'm very busy. Uh, when somebody says to me they're busy, I just look at them and go, Okay. You're not more busy than I am. And and I'm not more busy than you are. Yeah. Because whatever you can contain and whatever you can hold, that's your busy. Yep. So, anyway, yep. so. so talk to folks. Um, the way how I actually got to meet Frank, y'all, was I think it was about a year and a half ago. I know, y'all. Can't take the uh, Texas. Can't take the Texas out of me, y'all. Um, I'm really, first off, I'm surprised we're not sitting at the bar because they have a fabulous bar with these margarita <laughs> shots, which are wonderful. Um, but the way I actually met Frank was he sits on the board and he co-chairs a lot of activities with the, um, correct me if I'm wrong, the North Shore Rotary Club. And so they were doing an autism uh, event a few years back. And so JMT Media had produced the video. And that's how I really got to meet Frank. And then, of course, Christine DeHart, one of his best friends, because I was like, Y'all do exactly what we do, like giving back to the community. So can you talk about some of the things on a community side that you've been involved with? Just because as much as, yes, you are, you are Rabs, you are also this huge community driving force. And 
And yes, people see your name and your logo, but I, for my viewers that maybe don't know you, I want them to know how much I love you and how much you do for the community. Can you talk a little bit about that so they have an idea? Yeah, I will. I think we met before that uh, in crossing and different things through yeah. SIDC. Yeah. Um, yep. And I think, but again, to your point, never built a relationship until we're working together on something. And I think that's that's how this business community works, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, hey, I need. You know somebody, I know somebody. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call, call so and so. So we've been. So we're here in Ra at Rabs for twenty five years. This was our twenty fifth uh, anniversary, and poof. I know. Three four months go by. I know. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> so uh, and prior to being here, my my dad had started in the bowling business, and uh, he was a pin boy. He had pro shops and and trophy businesses around Staten Island. Got a, his mark at bowling on the green. Took over the the operation there, and then this opportunity uh, came forward. But through all of that, is something that he's instilled in us. And I even go back to my grandfather. My 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 mother's dad uh, was a, was a knight. Uh, he was Grand Poupa at the knights at, at, at years ago. Uh, and with the cute little hat. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he was the grand knight. The grand knight. The grand knight. I call him the Poupa. You know, uh, but. He, instilled community in us at an early age. So, yeah. and being involved with my dad, my dad was also a member of the, he was a member of the South Shore Rotary Club at the time. And we were always involved in something, whether it be the Turkey Baskets projects, it should, it should, it was, it would be the, uh, their bolathons, the Richmond County Fair at the time when the mm -hmm. South Shore country, the South Shore Rotary Club operated the food business. And here we are sucking hamburgers and hot dogs <laughs> for, uh, for our community through these events. And so that was a big part of, of our childhood being in the bowling center event yeah. after an event and dad always working when we were younger he worked uh we lived upstairs from where we worked so that was great and then we entered the bowling center space and this is you know Jacqueline if you're not in it it's very hard to understand and we talk Naz and I talk about this a lot there's a beautiful community within this community outside of the larger community yeah. and anytime stuff like this happens now you see it in staten island people come together oh yeah they now, rally honey yeah take that with the thousands of literally yeah. they rally <laughs> <laughs> that's another conversation I know. Uh, but then within this business the thousands of regulars all of a sudden hey what are we what are we doing to help and that helps this community effort so yeah i'm involved in a lot of things i'm president of our, of our rotary club and i'm proud to do that we've got a great group of people uh that work very well together and we do amazing things yeah. outside of that within this center uh we work with so many organizations just to help them raise money yeah so through all of that i mean kind of grows these great relationships and you get involved and for the longest time I had a hard time saying no I've yeah. learned no I've learned I've, I've, I'm learning no as we go along but I don't want somebody to tell me no that, that was my that was my <laughs> my mantra last year I, my 2019 uh New Year's Eve resolution was to tell people no because my husband was like Jacqueline you're working 80 hours a week this was before I got pregnant. And he's like, there's no true work-life balance here. Like you need to give yourself a moment to like breathe. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So now it's like that TikTok video. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> the chopper. The chopper. I'm the chopper. Pew, pew, pew. No, I'm not doing that for free. And, and don't get me wrong. It's not just that. Right. And it's so... Uh, we get a lot of requests. We work with a lot of groups uh, and, and we're proud to do so. At the same time, we have a business here. And so what we want, we're willing to give as much as we can yeah. within our parameters that we're able to. And, and we work with so many entities. Unfortunately, you can't always financially help everybody. And write yeah, a check. Especially right now. Like that's, that's the hard part. I think, you know, this is what we call quote unquote gala season. 
Um, so there's so many galas, so many nonprofits. A few weeks back, the Staten Island Museum Gala, they rescheduled. We're not going to say canceled or postponed. They rescheduled. This weekend, the Pride Center of Staten Island, they're doing a virtual um, gala, which I'm looking forward to because I bought a whole projector so I can project it on the side of my house. But it's it's very hard to... Um, you want to give, right? But right instinctively. now, instinctively, instinctively, because we're givers, we're human beings. But at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, let me remember: if I give too much, how am I going to pay for X, Y, Z? So you have to be mindful of those things. Um, but I did want to touch base real quick because we talked about this last time. Um, we got a little message from Jody from Staten Island Parenting Magazine. Good morning, Jody. How are Jody. you? She's so they're wonderful. awesome. We've been partnering with them uh, for over 25 years. Oh, she's uh, fabulous. And I will tell you, it's one of the, the print medias that we continue to use. Yeah, today, but you have to have audience. print and, and uh, digital. We were just talking about it yesterday. I moderated their marketing panel. But, you know, what I was going to say, um, one of the other reasons why I'm in love, aside from Frank, but with bowling alleys in general is, so my sister, I think we mentioned this before. Yeah. My sister- We took pictures of her on our I show. I know, I know. Let me <laughs> see if I can pull it up as we're, we're chatting here. Um, but my sister, Julie, she, um, she has a learning disability. And so growing up every Saturday, we were, my, she was part of the Special Olympics in Texas. And so every Saturday morning, 6 a.m., my mom would wake us up. We'd pack our backpacks and our lunches, and we would go with my sister to kind of like a Rab's bowling lane. Like we were there all day, so she would compete. We would volunteer. We would set up. And so it just stuck with me my whole life. Volunteering is the most important part of your life, the whole thing. And so now my sister, she just turned 47. Her name's Julie, and my daughter's name is Julie Violet. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I love my sister, named, named my my daughter after her, but she loves bowling so much. And so now I started bringing before the COVID crisis happened, started bringing my son, my neighbors, my friends, because this is just one of the best and cleanest places, honey. Let's <laughs> we try very hard. Y'all, y'all do an excellent job. So for those of you, we got some friends that joined us. Hello. Good morning. You know what? This is a sign that pizza is here. Pizza is oh, here yeah. today. Pizza so is Tina's pizza. getting ready to open up shop today. Honey, I'm about to take a, a large pepperoni to go. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, you know, let's talk about the crisis. And, you know, you guys closed, you said, Monday, what, March the 16th. We're, you know, heading into summer season where it's interesting because when I moved to Staten Island five, five six years ago, um, I didn't understand why everybody leaves. Like, I was like, Staten Island's so nice. Like, why would you leave? There's so many parks. There's so many places and things to do. And I get it. People want to go to the beaches, et cetera. So now with that as an option that's off the table, people are going to be home. They're going to be doing more domestic things. Has Rob's, do you want to make any announcements? Do y'all have any ideas or plans? Or should we hold off till we have a meeting after this? Um, because <laughs> on the spot. On Check the it spot. Out. Breaking Live. News. Breaking news. I wish I, wish I had breaking news. Uh, so <laughs> I really that. do. Uh, and it's the most commonly asked question that we get. Uh, when do you think you're going to open? I wish I knew. Yeah. And, and the information that we get is no different than uh, what everybody else gets. And uh, we do get additional information, just gets disseminated specifically for businesses as yourself, which yeah. you're sharing through your mediums. Uh, we have been identified in the governor's currently phase four. So entertainment and recreation centers are phase four, which, I mean, that's six weeks out from the time we get to start 
that's six to eight weeks out from the time we start phase one. So yeah. phase one starts two weeks, 14 days, another phase two, phase three, phase four. So that's still a ways out and, and it got pushed out. So we're anticipating uh, a July, late July opening. I, I'm, I'm thinking August one. I mean, I want to be open tomorrow. And yeah. it's, it's different around the country. So uh, friends of ours, and if you watch the show this week, we had uh, get, uh, friends from Oklahoma and Florida specifically talk about their reopenings. And so Florida, as you know, their yeah. governor has been very outspoken. Hey, we need to reopen, reopen. I mean, uh, I, and you open. know, I'm from Texas. That's the one thing. I love Texas, but y'all. People are getting sick still. I, I, I was a little concerned a few weeks back when they were like, okay, we're going to reopen. I was like, you know, people are still dying, right? Like there's still things that are happening. Yeah, That's well, and there's me. the happy medium, right? So there's the, hey, we need to get back to business, yeah. business and everyday life. We can't, I don't believe we can live scared. We cannot live scared. We've always had something yeah. there that I get, you can get sick tomorrow. Don't yeah. And it's not this. Is this real? A hundred percent. And one of the things that we're talking about with our proprietor friends, it's as real as the consumer believes it is. Yeah. You know, the consumer is still afraid, not going to leave their house. Uh, and you know what? Okay. I have to respect that. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Nothing more I, extra I can do that's going to get you out of your house. When you're ready, you'll make that change. But we need to start opening up and getting back to a point. Well, okay. Here we are. This is, uh, this is starting to get to a do or die for many of us. For a uh, lot of small businesses. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> It's, it's interesting because, you know, when I say small business, I have a small business um, team of five. And, oh, look, we just got a message. Frank Wilkinson is the next Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know. I, no, I said, I know. <laughs> oh, I was like. Not I know. Oh, no. I'm certainly, my left thigh is the size of Kelly. So we're good. <laughs> we're good on that. But. The interesting part is, you know, I have a staff of five and we were, you know, I'm asked everybody to work remotely. And for us, I was like, I'm going to put it, this was before the PPP loan, because we knew that the first round we weren't going to get any money because there's bigger companies, bigger um, banks that were going to get the funding. And so for us, for me personally, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to pay myself. I'm going to make sure my staff are paid because they have, I have another source of income. I have my husband just in case, right? <laughs> God love my local union three husband. Um, but I was like, you know, these are young ladies. I want to make sure that they have food, water, grocery, whatever they need. And, um, but not everybody is in this, that same boat. They don't have any options. Um, and I know that there's been plenty of, um, food shelters and food banks that are popping up. And so I'm totally in agreement with you. Like, I think, Certainly, we want business to resume because we're all businesses. We have to make money. We got to give back to the community. The good part is the more money I make, the more money I give back in the community. Yeah. Well, so The scary part today of our employees, uh, most of them are part-time employees. And a lot of them, uh, many of them are eligible for the additional funding, which makes it difficult because in some cases, they're making more money not working today. I've and heard so that how can so many I, keep them and we we're very lucky to get a PPP loan but for me I'm looking at it as a loan I can I can't say, wholeheartedly say hey I want you all to come back to work today and pay you to do nothing I have yeah. there's nothing we can do as as we're getting closer to opening we're doing things here and there but I mean I can't afford to keep people open yeah. keep people working how many staff do you have like on a busy on a slow Tuesday and then on a busy Saturday like how many people are are working by the way, I think that there's midgets that are behind those pins. <laughs> my oh, clearly my creative mind. I'm like, 
that's like 500 midgets back there that we don't know about. <laughs> There's anywhere from 12 or little people. I want to be correct. Little, correct. People? little people. Little people. You never know. You never there was a little person back there. Mike, my, I don't know if Michael's here yet, but he's the little, he's our little person. Uh, 12 to 25 people at a, at a shift. Wow, uh, that's a lot. And of I mean, people. on a week, on a busy weekend, whether it's events, birthday parties, whatever it might be, it, that adds, and no, and that staff comes in and out. You know, we could have eight birthday parties going on at one time. Yeah. That's 16 people running those events alone outside of the maintenance staff, the front desk, the, the management Pizza, team. The bar. Right. A- uh, the pro shop. There's always somebody in there. So the, the, the bar. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of people and part-timers. And listen, I feel this is... I feel terrible because yeah. they, this is their employment and I it's, I have an obligation to them as they have an obligation to us as well. We're a great family. We've got a great team yeah. and uh, we can't do it without them. Uh, but them being at home certainly doesn't, doesn't help. And I do have a lot of younger employees. So yeah. high school, college, it makes that a little bit easier for them because if they're living at home, their expenses aren't as high. Yeah. But then I do have employee, many employees that this is their main source, source of, income. of income. And what do I do? And I wish I would love to keep them. They could sit here and play video games. I mean, I, this yeah, it doesn't make so any sense. With, no, and it so even a pizza operation, sense. we've got three people working at at one time. It's where 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 yeah. So and we're not the only ones. There's a lot of people, and so uh, that's part of the reason we need to get back. People need to be working, fuel the economy. Yeah, uh, and I mean, the small business is the lifeblood of our economy because of the amount of people we employ. And I think people have that misconception. Hey, let's just stay home and collect the government's money. No, no, no. No, because no. you can't fuel the government without fueling your business. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, um, you know, full disclosure after this community corner, I'll be sitting with Frank to give him some ideas because, because <laughs> I, disclosure. A, a full disclosure, there's always a reason, right? <laughs> but I, I just, I love bowling. It's such a fun activity with your family and, you know, my family's growing. We're now a family of four. So it's, um, you know, it's important for us to to be active and stay connected. So hopefully, you know, we can find some solutions in this, this crisis. Um, let's talk about what are some of the businesses that you've been supporting, uh, here on the North shore, because I follow you, honey, you eat a lot of food and I love it. (laughs) And you drink a lot of wine and I love it. So who who are the businesses that you're supporting? Because I live North shore. Yep. So I have Venom last night. They had a four course, Pairing from Orib Swift. That was a lot of food. Um, it we was did delicious. It two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So we did that. And then we support, of course, Blue, a lot of restaurants. But what's around here? Like, where where are you supporting? Where are your dollars going? So funny. Um, I don't live around here. I live in Great Kills. So I'm in the. Okay. I'm the big, and now I could argue what shore we're on, but we're told we're the South Shore. Okay. I mean, South Shore is like the Mississippi. Well, y'all have Angelina's <laughs> out there. We do. That place is uh, delicious. So in, in the top of Great Kills, uh, we've got a lot of businesses that we support. So La Strada is one on New Dark Lane. Uh, I have to say, and picking up food is a total different uh, experience these days. Yeah. We brought pizza home from here, Villa Monte, uh, Venom. I was so excited. Two weeks ago, we did their, the wine tasting yeah. with them, and uh, three weeks ago, whatever it was. And for seven, it's 69 bucks. So yeah, that's what we like 80 bucks after tax and tip, whatever it was. Uh, it was an awesome deal. I mean, we had food galore, and the experience on the Zoom was was cool too. And at that point, uh, that time he had a the winemaker was in Italy, so one a.m. their time, and here we are having dinner. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to bed," but he's sitting there drinking wine at one a.m. <laughs> talking to us. And I think that's the that's the cool part: delivering new experiences in this day that you can keep 
going. That's Keep something that Massimo is going to be able to do for a long time. Yeah. In a different, I mean, he'll do it in the, in the restaurant, but yeah. he can still do the Zoom thing, uh, make it virtual in the comfort of your own, own home. And for me to be able to get that delivered, we would never norm. We yeah. go there a lot, but we would never get that delivered because we're so far out of the delivery zone. So we're trying to support as many of uh, our restaurants. Uh, uh, Crown Palace on Forest Avenue is one of our favorites. Empire Szechuan, and when the Chinese restaurants first opened, we, I was like, I, I, I gotta. I gotta <laughs> you got in before everybody. <laughs> I need to have my fix. I was, and it was so hard to get the Chinese food. So, uh, Genki Sushi, when she when they reopened, I was excited to, to have sushi. So, oh, nice. uh, we've been cooking a lot. So, uh, in that in my quarantined house, it's my mother, my older brother, and I, and uh, we are quarantined together, and we are cooking. Anthony's been cooking every day. I cook in between. Uh, my mother's just been cleaning the dishes because she's enjoying her son's cooking. Oh, um, so we we do everything, and so a lot of the pictures I share certainly are the things that we're doing. Okay. But in the in, in the middle of those, we're certainly supporting uh, our local restaurants, our oh, markets. Hillside Market is one of our favorites. They deliver to us. Hillside Market, where's that? Top of uh, at Stobe and Richmond Road. Ah, right here. okay. So we just moved. JMT Media offices just moved um, on Richmond on Newberry Road. So. The New Dorp Lane, like I love New Dorp Lane. Like there's so many restaurants. It's so eclectic, so cool. Um, just everything from piece of cake. We had her on a show all the way to Jade Island Bistro, Sips and Maker. Like that whole yeah. the whole strip is amazing. But I'm gonna be ordering from Jade Island Bistro. So y'all <laughs> don't call them at three o'clock because I don't want my order to be delayed. I got a timeline. <laughs> it's amazing. Like and I go back to Empire Session. Excuse me, Pam Silvestri was telling us when she was on our show, they had uh, made 4,000 dumplings in the weekend, Thursday night to Sunday that they were open. And by Sunday night, they didn't have a strand of lo mein in the house. Like they had nothing. That's exactly their words. They had nothing wow. left. That's how busy they were. And they could, they just couldn't handle it. And so, and, and the Chinese, the, the, the crazy thing about the Chinese restaurant uh, business, they've been, they were struggling before the true shutdown. Yeah. There was this, misconception, oh, I'm not ordering from there. And so they sh were struggling before and then now finally getting to reopen. And more of them are open now, so yeah. it's not as bad, but it was tough for a little while. And now the other restaurants, not everybody's there. Not everybody's there yet. Yeah. Not everybody's adapted to this new way of delivering food. Uh, you need to have a lot of delivery drivers. You do. I mean, do. I'm just saying, I was really surprised last night, Venom's dinner started at seven. Everyone had food delivered for the exception of one person, because I think the driver had to go a little further out. Um, every single person had their food delivered by 6.30. Like, talk about coordination. Yeah. That's exhausting. That, that would be exhausting <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's a few people I know uh, that, that were doing it. We had several friends on the call, so I'd say, who is your delivery driver? <laughs> so we, we were trying to ask, we we're trying to figure out, so we text Massimo, hey, great job. Uh, they, had, they had at least three drivers that we yeah. know of. Yeah. Uh, and you're thinking you're feeding, if I, the night that we did it, there were probably 20 something people, 20 something cameras. Yeah. But within those two, two, three, three, four people, people yeah. uh, all. So you think about all the dinners. It's a lot of dinners to then get out. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the to wine. make sure everything's in there. I just thought it was very cleverly all the labels like first course, don't heat this up. Second course, <laughs> two minutes, heat this up if you need to. Like, I just thought it was clever. Um, but look, y'all, we are at the 30 minute mark and we try to keep it quick because it is family hashtag family friday hun so many things happening um frank i just want to tell you thank you so much for joining me before we go into a very long relaxing memorial weekend <laughs> 
Relaxing for who? I'm going to be relaxing in my backyard <laughs> because we had Sweetbrook Landscaping. Um, they needed to do some maintenance and I needed some plants. So it, I feel like it's like my little oasis. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But for those of you that are following Community Corner, make sure that you tune in at 2 o'clock every day. Rab's Country Bowling Lanes, Frank here and his sidekick, they talk about anything and everything um, they're just so cool. Just great, humble people. So make sure that you follow them 2 PM every single day. And, um, like I always say, be kind, be well, but more importantly, be safe. Bye y'all.